Hey, it's Garbage Brain University. I'm Drew Toothpaste. I'm Natalie D. Today, we're talking... Cannibalism. Oops. <laughs> the art of eating the same stuff you are. Yeah, right. Eating the same stuff as you. That's the gist of it. Would you ever eat another person? I'm going to go straight to it. Would you ever eat another person? I don't person? know. I don't know. I don't know. What situation would I have to eat somebody else? Like, lay out the scenario. I think it would depend on the scenario. Oh, absolutely. It's conditional. If it was like... Too long line at Wendy's. No. I would not eat eat person then. If there was a chance that I was going to get saved, like if I was stuck on a mountain, like the guys who played rugby. Yeah. Or if like I was trapped somewhere, right? And, and I was waiting for someone to save me, I might. If it was like they dropped nukes all over the place and I was living in a nuclear wasteland, I would not. I would just kill myself. Because there's nothing. Why would I want to live in that anyway? That's a pretty good spectrum. You know, Wendy's and then a tenuous but rescuable situation and then a no-hope situation. Right, right. If there's no hope, if I continue to eat, so I could continue to have no hope. I don't think I'd be into it. Yeah, I wouldn't be trying to like prolong that whole that whole bag, right? Yeah, that's the thing about people who really want or wanted apocalypse to come is it's really not as great as you think it's going to be, man. <laughs> There's some people who really want it, but they don't understand that just because you don't like what is happening now does not mean that if everything is ruined, then it'll be better. Right, right. Probably won't be. Like People really don't understand how much they rely on like modern conveniences. <laughs> Especially, like, when so many people don't really have any skills. Like, sure, you could program a website, but could you figure out how to build a stove outside? Could you figure out how to grow vegetables and jump right into it? (laughs) Does your girlfriend know how to knit socks? Do you like wearing socks? Now, I will say that all that is true for me, and I also haven't kept up with modern web standards, so I'm team let's survive. Right, right. I mean, we're scrappy, though. (laughs) Whenever I think of the apocalypse, I think about Time Enough at Last, the Twilight Zone episode from the original first season. And something that always struck me about that is the guy was so pumped about all the books and everything was ruined, and he dragged all the books out, but... The first time it rains, all those books are going to get ruined. Right. He didn't like even setting aside the whole spoiler of the plot. Right. <laughs> this show came out in like the 50s. Yeah, it like, came out. Yeah. yeah, it came out 63 years ago. Yeah. yeah. If you haven't seen it by now, then too bad, baby. Here it comes. Spoil it. <laughs> Spoil away, baby. You're going to want to hit the skip ahead 30 seconds button in Podbean if you have not watched. <laughs> The 1959 Twilight Zone episode, Time Enough at Last. (laughs) Well, there's an apocalypse, and then he always likes to read. It's the main character, and he likes to read. And then he can never read because everybody's always fucking with him and won't let him read. And then finally the world ends, and he gets all the books out of the library, but then he breaks his glasses. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he says it's not fair. There was time now. But that's what I think about when I think about the apocalypse is just hope you like to read. (laughs) Right. Do you like to read? Nothing else is going to be popping off, my man. Do you like washing your laundry in a bucket? (laughs) You're going to have to really get into sink style. Right. Right. (laughs) You're going to have to carry the water up. (laughs) 
people really need to think about it. So yeah, would I would I, would I fight? To, well, I mean, you know what? It depends. It depends on how hard Scrabble is. It's just like our rotating litany of eighty-year-old presidents. Depends. Right. Right. <laughs> So I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it, it depends on the situation. I might. I might. But, you know, what are you going to do? What about you? How, what is your criteria for whether you're going to eat somebody? Honestly, I've just figured I'm going to take it as it comes. Yeah. Because you never know. Right. <laughs> I also, think so you like maybe the bar would be lower, maybe. You think my bar is lower? Probably. Well, I put the bar in a different place on the PETA billboard. I'll tell you that. You do, uh-huh. When they have the cat and dog on one side, and then they've got all the animals you can definitely eat in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, man. I'm, I ain't going to eat the cat and dog. Everything else is probably going to happen, though. Right, right. But what about a man? See, it's all just about these little thought experiments. And it never, it would never come out that clean in real life. That's why I say it depends. That's why you said it depends. Because it's never going to come out that clean. Okay, so let's say there's a guy who's the worst guy in the world. He's a super murderer. He murdered 1,000 people. Right. Let's say that this guy is so bad and he is so evil and then they're just going to shoot him. Now they're doing firing squads again. Right. Right. They're kind of trying to bring that back. And let's say they're going to do firing squad on him, which means he's just going to be me, right? Mm -hmm. Well, if you've always wondered about eating all the different foods and then there's just a guy there and then they tap on his wrist or whatever and make sure he's really dead after he got shot a bunch, then, I mean, it's just meat, right? Right. If you don't eat it, somebody's going to eat it. Uh. <laughs> Think about it. Everybody eventually gets eaten. Yeah. I mean, everybody eventually gets eaten. It's... You know, regardless of whether it's some guy watching an execution of a super murderer. Or <laughs> it's just someone and then the bugs get you. Right. So, I mean, you could construct a perfect situation like that. And just as you go to dig in. But in, in that situation, that's like Tuesday dinner. Like there's no desperation to it at all. You're just eating humans because you want to. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I bet you we taste like crap. I am, I'm honestly not curious about the, the culinary properties of eating a person just because it seems like it would be really crappy, like eating a penguin. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, here's the thing also is like, even setting aside the whole taste thing, which is a huge problem. You can't eat stuff that eats meat, right? Mm-hmm. The reason why it gets so fucky trying to eat tuna out of the ocean is because there's a little tiny bit of mercury in the ocean and the little minnows and sardines and shit eat that and then it food chains all the way up. And so the tuna have bioaccumulated the mercury of hundreds of thousands of little fish. Right. Well, you're a person and you know, you've got the plants and all of the food comes from plants. It's just a question as to whether you're gonna eat the plant or you're gonna eat something. That, that, ate ate, that ate the plant, exactly. So you're going to be bioaccumulating as well. Even if you're not bioaccumulating mercury or cadmium or something toxic, you're bioaccumulating stank or something. Right. You got some dirty business happening by the time it gets all the way to the top of the food chain. Right. Like, would you eat, would you eat a jaguar? No, <laughs> no fucking way, man. A jaguar is out there eating little tamarind monkeys and shit. Right, right. A jaguar is out there probably eating other different cats. Right. <laughs> 
you want to eat the guy who has gone out for tuna at the sushi place like every Thursday like for the last couple years and he also drinks Soylent and (laughs) now this is something I didn't see now I was thinking the average man on the street the super murderer just a guy who watches TV and watches all the commercials and probably goes to a bar sometimes and probably smokes cigarettes I mean, a super murderer has to blend in with society. It could be anybody. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If I knew we were talking about eating a programmer in Portland, <laughs> that's a different story. Sure. Uh-huh. Now, here's the thing. A, a Wagyu beef, right? A cow that is one of those Wagyus or those Kobe's. Yeah. They, they live such plush lives. First of all, cows are like basically domesticated. They're basically right? people, I'm not yeah. a veterinarian, but they're basically domesticated as far as I'm concerned. They get along really well with people. And the people who take care of them treat them really well. They get medical care. They're massaged. They give them beer. They give them all of this great food because the idea is that the healthier the animal is, when you eventually eat the animal, it's good. Mm-hmm. That's why humans are dog shit. Right. There's no way. Like, humans are just like little piles of misery and Doritos. There is no way it's going to taste good. Right. Those Wagyu beef, like, they are fucking happy and beautiful. And cows, if you had a cow walking around, the cow would not live that long. You know, a deer in the wild lives three years. Mm -hmm. So somebody goes out, shoots a deer, and eats it. The deer, the deer's gonna die, man. It was out in the woods. Right. Cows the same way. You get that cow, you bring him in the nice fancy barn, you give him massages, you let him drink beer. He has a great life. And then he moves on, like before all the cow arthritis sets in and right, shit. Right, right. Whatever takes the cow down. <laughs> I'm just thinking of that because I got creaky knuckles today. <laughs> so humans are, are absolutely the opposite. Right. We are never happy. We don't even get enough sleep. Right. We don't get enough sleep. We're always stressed out. Remember how they always say that, you know, you have to be nice to meat because stress makes it taste bad. Yeah. We're always stressed out. Can you imagine what the meat of an animal that eats Cool Ranch Doritos all the time tastes like? What does the meat of an animal that smokes weed three times a day taste like? I mean, honestly, probably the Cool Ranch Doritos. (laughs) Some Starburst jelly beans. (laughs) I see you've eaten someone who smokes weed three times a day. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, snap. human meat would be yucky i think if we can get like some heirloom like amish human meat yeah like uh, a human being that grew up like on the farm and like had like homemade chicken and dumplings for dinner every day like raised barns and stuff that would probably be the best human meat i think probably yeah moving around yeah that muscle that's that thing you get that portland programmer (laughs) drinking that drinking that baby formula (laughs) right (laughs) yuck 
Stacy's pita chips. Man, those are so hard, man. What's your fucking problem? <laughs> Drinking that coffee with the with the beaker thing. What is that shit? <laughs> that weirdo beaker coffee the hipsters like. <laughs> Pour over? Yeah. <laughs> that is that is so fantastic. I mean it. Coffee is is coffee, but I like that they invented a way to do it that involves balancing a bunch of shit. Yeah, right. (laughs) And you have to use a watering can. Yeah, and it's like, what's the difference between that and like the coffee maker? That you have a basket and then it pours water over the top. What is the difference, Well, the difference is you're now the coffee maker. Ah, well, you know, I was the coffee maker all along. Yeah, it's really just like a philosophical problem. (laughs) Yeah, right? We're all the coffee maker. (laughs) So, Natalie. Yeah, baby, what's up? (laughs) What is cannibalism? Cannibalism is the act of consuming another individual of the same species as food. So it doesn't just mean human beings. It also means like if a dog ate another dog or if a cat ate another cat or if a elephant ate another elephant. It doesn't what do you, matter. What do you think is out of common animals, the most common animals, what do you think is the most common animal to eat the same animal? I think all animals eat the same animal sometimes. You were just saying dogs and cats and elephants. I feel like elephants would be the least likely. Yeah, probably not because they eat plants. <laughs> I feel like dogs would be in the middle. I think they would probably mainly be carnivorous animals. And I think cats would definitely eat another cat, but only if the other cat had already ceased to be. I don't think the cat would eat another cat for food, unless it was like a jaguar. Yeah, yeah, a jaguar might eat a little cat. What if a little cat ate a jaguar? Then it would get fat. Think about it. <laughs> Could you imagine cleaning the litter box after your house cat ate a jaguar? <laughs> Be fucking disgusting yeah it's the smell of the jungle yeah right <laughs> that's what they called me in prison <laughs> <sighs> so yeah so the rate of cannibalism increases when the organisms are living in a situation where they cannot get food easily that is like the main reason that people or whoever would do it right yeah uh-huh And they have recorded 1,500 different species doing it. And humans have been doing it since the old days. We stay eating people. (laughs) I've heard, I mean, every few years, there's a new story coming out. It's probably one of the more horrifying things that you can do as a person. Because it's like, you're disrespecting someone else. But then also, you're walking around, and you're the guy that ate the guy. Right, right. Like, eating people, like, in contemporary society, like, if you're not in dire straits, is, like, angel dust material. Like, you have to be, like, so fucking fucked up out of your mind to do it that it is, like, crazy. What did, what was Big Lurch on? Big Lurch was on something crazy, wasn't I he? Think he'd, I think he did PCP, and then he ate the guy's eyeball. Isn't that what happened? I think it was, I think it was a lady, maybe. I think it was his roommate, and I think he was found eating her lungs, if I recall correctly. Oh, right, right. Yeah, well, I keep, you know, there are a lot of rappers that ended up, like, mutilating themselves or other people. You remember Christ Bearer? Yeah, yeah. He cut cut his dick off for the whole shebang. Um, 
I don't know, but I'm pretty sure he was he was on PCP. Yeah. Which I think you'd have to get that's like an anesthetic. It's mm-hmm. a dissociative anesthetic. You'd have to get an anesthetic involved, I think. You would have to be on PCP, basically. I can't think of any other drug that would make you do that. I've never I've never taken PCP. It's bath just... salts, I think. Didn't that one guy get caught eating someone's face off when they were on bath salts? Um, I think yeah. I think uh, bath salts was one, and then there was something going around. I'm sure people still do all of these, but Alpha PVP, which was called Flaka. Oh, I remember Flaka. Yeah, huh? I never did it. No, thank you. No, I never. Anything that's at a gas station that's not beer, I'm not going to They take. were selling Flaka at the gas station? Yeah, uh-huh. I think it was like a, it was briefly a trend in, I think, South Florida. Oh, my God. But, I mean, if it's if it's there, it's everywhere. I'm just saying that's where the news stories came out. Actually, the I'm sure we've talked about it before, but the reason why all of these loony stories come out of Florida is not because Florida is that much different from the rest of the country. It's because their laws and their regulations mean that all of their police reports and everything thing are released directly to the public. Right. And so the reason why you hear about all this shit happening in Florida is because they're forced to release it and then it gets reported on because it's an easy source of information. Right, right. Yeah, that's just like uh, people always like to find little reasons to judge other people about like where they're from or whatever, whatever. I get very tired of it. I always like hearing like actually the reason there's a stereotype of people in Florida is because they actually have to release all that and only other states do. That's very compelling to me. Like it's interesting to think about. Well, and it's just like people will very glibly say stuff about the South the American South, the Southeast. And one of the reasons why Southerners were stereotyped as being slow, and we talked about this before in an episode on parasites, is because there was a parasite called the hookworm that got into people's bodies and it affected them neurologically and it gave them like these big distended pot bellies. Right. And so people from other parts of the country would come in and see that as many as 40 or 50% of the people in some areas had hookworm infestations and they were like, well, these people are dumb. No, man, they're sick. Right. <laughs> yeah, but it's nice to be able to set them up. Uh, they're on the list of the ones I'm better than. You know who the winners are in the cannibalism contest who who cannibalizes the most hamsters no 90 percent of cannibalistic activity is in aquatic ecosystems oh and i almost wonder if in aquatic ecosystems they're maybe not able to differentiate between the other fish as much i think it might be hard yeah i cannot see underwater i feel for them yeah do your glasses work underwater um i don't know i don't know when i was a kid i had a swimming teacher named bob who always would go in the pool with his glasses on and he'd go underwater and stuff but Mm -hmm. i never tried it myself I keep my glasses on when I go swimming sometimes. Do you go underwater with your glasses on? Um, I think it depends. If I'm going to go underwater, I'll take them off. But Right. I just think that's because <laughs> there's always so much like crap in the pool. I'm worried I'm going to get some kind of film on my glasses or something like yeah, that. Yeah, you can wash them. <laughs> So, okay, so the main reasons why a guy would decide to eat another guy is usually they're going to starve, right? And so they try to get nutrition from conspecific individuals. 
eating stuff, right? And so that increases the survival rate of organisms that are willing to cannibalize other individuals. Yeah, yeah. If there's none of your preferred food, you can eat another guy. Right. And there are certain animals like wood frog tadpoles that are cannibalistic. And the ones that are actually practicing cannibalism had faster growth rates and they were better frogs in general. So it's like advantageous for them to go around eating each other. Yeah, more resources for the fewer that are left. Right, right. And then obviously since now the guys are bigger, then they are going to continue to have an advantage like going forward. Uh Uh-huh. So it's just out in nature. It doesn't matter, right? Out in nature, it it doesn't matter. And they probably don't get hung up thinking about it too much. Right, right. I think everything out there is generally way more hungry than we are. Yeah, we're not generally as hungry as stuff that's outside. <laughs> uh, so if you eat con specifically and you munch upon your pal, right, it turns then your your pals into resources, right? And then they can immediately access the nutritional value of their friends. Right, and it kind of stands to bear that whatever n- nutrients you would need for your body are going to be in your buddy's body. Right, right. He's like perfectly, like he's made out of the same stuff you're made out he's of. He's made perfect. out, yeah, yeah, he's made out of the stuff you're going to need. Right, right. But the thing is, though, you'd have to eat all of it in order to have it truly be a balanced diet. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. You couldn't just all... eat leg muscles and that wouldn't, that wouldn't do it. Yeah, much to think about. <laughs> There are reasons to cannibalize having to do with like population. Like if there's like a huge number of the same animal, it is beneficial then for them to start eating each other to get the numbers down. The rabbit and wolf problem. Yeah, right. for sure. Right. And it only really works though if the animal that is cannibalizing is able to distinguish their own relatives from the ones they're eating. Can some animals not do that? I don't know. Probably not. I think about how many animals just like kick their babies out. Like, goodbye. You're born. Goodbye. I think it might be hard if you have a smaller brain, you have less like abstract shit going on in your brain to figure out exactly who is in your family. Especially like if you are out running around in somebody's garden and you see another squirrel, how do you know even which squirrel that is? Right. They all look the same. They all look extremely similar. <laughs> There's a couple ones that are like a little weird looking. Mr. Stomps, the guy who doesn't have a tail. Weird weird one eye guy. Yeah, the squirrel with one eye, yeah. He's always easy to pick out. It's just like the school pickup problem. The school pickup problem is that, you know, I always hang out and I like talk to people. Like if there's other adults picking up their kids, like I I will hang out and just like chat with people, right? Right. Just because you're standing around and like I'm not... I'm not a like stand around with a bunch of people who I know and I'm familiar with like as acquaintances, like people that you see every day. I will not see somebody that I see every day and look at them and not say anything and then stare at my phone. Right, right. (laughs) I'm just a little too social for that maybe. So I will chat with people, but about 90% of the people at the school are like white ladies that are just about as tall as me because I guess they got great nutrition <laughs> and they have like a brown ponytail and i i cannot and they all dress identically and i cannot fucking tell them apart right right i can never tell them apart yeah i can't tell them apart either and it's really awkward if i have a conversation with one of them and then i don't remember them the next day i see them that's always the worst yeah <laughs> 
Like, I know I talked to somebody yesterday, but, like, seriously, like, you all are wearing the North Face thingy with the no sleeves. Yeah. The North Face vest. The... Leggings. The leggings, the boots that you're trying to make it look like you're going to go ride a horse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the ponytail. And But what makes it hard is they all recognize me. I'm the only guy with my thing that goes to the school. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> And it's like everyone is like very much like, oh, those guys. <laughs> well, yeah. There was a guy. Well, there was a guy. I I think his kid was a few years younger and he was just like a he's maybe a few years younger than me, like a, a white dude that looked like he was in my demographic, just kind of hanging out. But he would show up and stare at his phone. And I kind of like I would I would nod at him like I always saw the guy there and he like didn't want to interact with me. I think he felt awkward like the other like weird beard, the other <laughs> weird balding white dude with yeah. a beard at the school. <laughs> like he thought it would just be too much if we <laughs> just like became default friends. Right. It, yeah, because it, it is a little bit awkward. I've met people before at the school where I've been like, oh, yeah, I think you met my husband before. And they'd be like, oh, yeah, who's your husband? Like, oh, he, you know, he's that guy and we're like oh yeah he would be <laughs> well who else do you think i'm fucking married to the guy who's like the assistant governor it's the weird guy right obviously <laughs> Um, so who is, like, the cool big-time cannibal on land? Land cannibal. Lannibal. The Lannibal. Lannibal Hector. <laughs> uh, again, my guess is hamsters. Chickens like to eat each other. Do they really? Yeah. So they will eat either part or the whole thing of another chicken. And... So will I. <laughs> um, they have, like, a pecking order, right? Uh-huh. And if this flock of chickens gets stressed out, they will start picking on the ones who are lower in the pecking order. Okay. And so they just start ripping them up, and then once they see blood, it's on. I feel like I've yeah. heard about this. Yeah, so they'll start picking feathers out of them, and then they'll just start going nuts, right? Bullying works. Yeah. They will peck the vent, so something called cloacal pecking. Oh, Jesus Christ. And they do that in, like, chickens that have, like, tons of feathers because then they can kill it easier without having to go through all the feathers. They just go... <laughs> they go they just the start butt. pecking the hole? Yeah, baby. Ruthless. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we don't have any control over it. It has right. to be fine. I mean, if someone's going to eat me, they can start whole first. Oh. oh, again! I did it again! Oh, my God! <laughs> oh. Before we started this episode, I was like, I'm going to really have to try really hard not to be doing oral sex jokes all episode. I was trying to just save it for the good ones. We'll see how many make the cut. <laughs> <laughs> So that's the sub-theme of this episode is going to be <laughs> all the different oral sex jokes we're going to make. Anyway, so chickens love to eat ass of other chickens until they die. <laughs> <laughs> 
And, yeah, but that's, like, you know, you have to really have bugged out chickens. You have to have too many chickens. You have to, like, not give them anything to do or anywhere to yeah. hang out, right? They have to be bugged out, right? Yeah, and that comes down to the whole nice-to-animals thing. Mm-hmm. See, the thing is, I think you have to be you have to be good to the animals or shit like that starts happening, man. Yeah, think about it. You gotta be nice to them or else they're gonna start fucking going nuts and eating each other. So what? how do you think that they get the chickens to stop? They put little glasses on yeah, them, don't they? Yeah, they put sunglasses on them, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, see, I had heard about the chicken sunglasses, but what I assumed is that they were pecking each other's eyes and the sunglasses protected their eyes. Right. I did not know that this whole time they were destroying each other's holes. Yeah, the chicken sunglasses are red tinted, so I think what they do is it makes it so they can't notice when something's bleeding. Oh, so if everything's red, nothing is red. Right, right. What if we just bred chickens who could only see red? <laughs> you could cram as many in the one room as you wanted. Oh, yeah. God damn it. Yeah. What if you just had a bunch of chickens and they just didn't have eyeballs? I think I just got promoted at KFC. <laughs> <laughs> of horrors that's <laughs> just the just the thing about so many aspects of society is when you come up with a way to ameliorate one problem like everything comes in from the periphery to like reestablish a different problem right maybe maybe one that is an order of magnitude more horrifying right and you know what it's because you have to have balance and so like you can either learn to deal with the evil that you have or if you get rid of it, whatever replaces it is a dice roll, right? Yeah, yeah. If there's a vacuum, that's going to get filled with chickens. <laughs> I'll tell you, there's this enormous bush in the neighborhood. It's like a mile or so away. It's an arborvitae, oh. which is like an, an evergreen type bush. Sounds fancy, though. It does. Uh, it grows these weird little spiky seed pots, but it's got this very dense foliage. And it's nice. You can, you can like sculpt it. Mm-hmm. And this one, I don't think they've done a good job sculpting it, but it's maybe like 40 feet long and probably about 15 feet high. Mm-hmm. And it's vaguely, vaguely like lumpy. You can tell it used to be separate, separate trees and they kind of grew together into right. like one large shrub. But there's always birds cheeping from inside of it. Right. That's what they do, man. And all this time I've thought, man, that's that's so great. You know, they have their own little world in there. And, you know, that bush is so great because, you know, obviously the oxygen and stuff. Right. But it's it's nice to have. It's pretty uh, hardy. It takes care of itself. It, it lasts through the winter. It seems totally fine. And it's always just filled with the beautiful singing of all these birds. Right. Like, you could tell there are several different species of birds in there because there's all these bird calls going off. And I don't know why, but today, earlier today, we were walking by it and I was like, there's so many fucking birds in there. And I was like, I'm going to look and I'm going to see what is happening in there. So I kind of pull back the foliage, pull back the foliage, and the 
entire like bone structure of the tree like the denuded branches from the inside because it doesn't uh, evergreens don't grow foliage on the inside because it doesn't get any light right they can't maintain all the foliage so it drops that and it keeps growing you know new shit on the outside and it was a horror it was completely full of bird shit <laughs> yeah every was. single branch was completely coated in bird shit and the ground beneath it was like white and slimy like <laughs> Yeah. These like dried little bits of like conifer buds and foliage just completely piled with bird shit. Mm -hmm. The bad bird shit. <laughs> Not the good bird shit that we love. Not the the perfect goose shit that just looks like a nice little green log. <laughs> Awful, terrible, no good, very bad, white and black splatter boys. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I guess there was probably no birds when you looked into it. Well, here's the thing is, uh, I can't see very well, and it was pretty dark in there, and I was so taken aback by the fact that I was all of a sudden, my face was all of a sudden surrounded by bird shit. Yeah, right. Like, any direction I saw, I just, like, backed out. Yeah, get out of there. And also, like, when a when a person sticks their head in a bush full of birds, the birds stop. Leave. Yeah. They stop tweeting. So there, I didn't know where they were. Yeah. I didn't see any birds. I just saw all the bird shit, and I... I had to exit, and that was all I saw. Yeah. Anyway, so the chickens are the same way. It's just like you think everything's cool, and it's going all right, but really, it's just a parade of horrors. Right. Everything's a parade of horrors, though. You have to have a parade of horrors if you want to have a parade of anything nice. <laughs> so what are some downsides to cannibalism? They have to be some downsides, right? It's not all upsides. Somewhere. So the main kinds of problems with cannibalism have to do with getting diseases from whatever you ate, right? Like, if you are a person who eats people, you can get Kuru, which is like a prion disease that causes your brain to turn to fucking muck. Oh, yeah. Uh, there was a lot of people who got that in Papua New Guinea. Mm -hmm. because they had cannibalistic funeral rituals and anytime anyone would die they would eat their brains and so they just kept on getting infected and reinfected with all these prions man now that is a real bummer of a thing to stick in your society huh yeah the eating the brain of the sick guy who died of brain <laughs> yeah yeah uh-huh. Just, it's fine. Just I, don't think about it. Just eat it. I, I hope they figured it out. I think that they did figure it out. Well, we wouldn't have heard about it if they didn't. Um, well, okay, so what the Kuru disease is a cerebellar dysfunctional disease. And so it would, like, destroy their motor activity control. And people who had Kuru, though, would have it, but they would not have any symptoms of it for a long time. And so it was like, people were not really sure about it. And so I think at some point, someone came into their society and were studying them. And they were okay. like, oh, it's probably this. Yeah. And so... I think that then after that, they discovered what the issue was. Like, it was discouraged, and I think it eventually petered out. That's a great idea. Bioaccumulating prion disease? Yeah. Prions are... are terrifying yeah they are <laughs> because they're not they're not even viruses a virus has to enter a cell and get replicated mm -hmm. has to enter a cell and you know infect the genome and then get replicated uh, a prion is just a misfolded protein is that correct yeah yeah i believe so 
Well, not misfolded. I mean, it's folded the way it's folded. But a prion interacts with a healthy cell and it will. It'll fuck it up. Right. And a prion is not alive. It's just a piece of protein that was folded a particular way that then forces other proteins to fit, like, conformationally. Yeah. And then this just completely fucks up the important parts of cells. Right. Prion diseases are totally terrifying. Whenever I play, um, what's that game? Plague. Whenever I play Plague. Plague Inc. Yeah. I love doing yeah. prion diseases. <laughs> I haven't played that game in a while. The shine wore off for some reason. I, I don't know why. Yeah, well, you know, I, I still like it because, you know, everything is and always will be forever and ever. And that, that nothing is a surprise and nothing will ever be a surprise. And so sometimes we do Plague in real life. Sometimes we do it on the computer. <laughs> <laughs> Also, I mentioned like fairly recently when I was going to write that horror novel where people eat themselves. I was Uh going to have that be a prion disease. Well, yeah. Well, I think the prions are are fucky because you can't, like, disinfect them. You can't disinfect them. You can't really treat for them because if you make something that destroys protein, you're going to kill the whole thing, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's even harder to to destroy than a virus, it seems like. Right. Your body wouldn't try to fight it off because it's not like... It's just a little piece of twat. Yeah, right. Nothing to worry about here, buddy. Slide right in. So, yeah, that's the main reason you don't want to cannibalize. You can get that prion disease. You can get and stuff, right? Mad cow disease. Yeah, mad cow disease is a prion disease that happens when you feed cows to other cows. Why would you do that? Cows don't want to eat other cows. That's a you thing, man. If you get mad cow disease was a, a punishment to society for feeding cows to other cows. See, and I've heard that they feed chickens to chickens. You can't do that, man. Right, right. But you can also do it sarcocystis. Uh, iridovirus, uh, granulosis, Chagas disease, all, all kinds of nasty shit. White pot syndrome? What the fuck's that? I don't know. You get it from eating other guys, though. <laughs> uh, <laughs> tapeworms, like crustaceans and fish will get tapeworms from each other. Oh, yeah. Each other. Oh, yeah. Yuck. Just, you know, don't eat another guy unless you have to, man. Because there's like too many risks associated with it. You can get prion disease. A guy can get mad at you. Like, just, if it's not emergency, don't do it. Although, you know, I think the only way I would eat human meat is if they did, like, an amazing burger that tastes like humans. What's that burger? Is it called Amazing Burger? I'm going to be straight up with you. All those taste like dog shit, man. Those all taste like shit. Yeah, they wouldn't even taste like human if it did that. It would just, it would taste like a Boca burger. (laughs) All that shit tastes like Boca burger. It's fine. It's fine. But please... Do not insult me by saying that it tastes just like a burger, my man. Right, right. It tastes like an expensive Boca burger. <laughs> and that is that is totally fine. I don't care what people eat, but I feel like we should re-examine following the marketing of this stuff. If you like a product because it tastes good and it meets your nutritional needs, fantastic. But I think repeating what the marketing is telling you uh-huh. is always a sucker's move. Right, right. So one of the other things that people, not people, we're talking about the whole world, man. We're talking about all the things that live here, all the different guys, right? All the animals, yeah. One of the kinds of cannibalism animals do is sexual cannibalism, which is when uh, animals will mate and then one of them will eat the other one. Yeah, 
Like praying mantis, right? Yeah, right. It's usually a female that will eat the male, because obviously that makes more sense instead of killing the thing you just impregnated. Yeah. (laughs) So why do they do it? They do it for nutrients, baby, because they got to make 10,000 praying mantises. It's like prenatal vitamins. Right. And if you're going to make 10,000 praying mantises with your own body, your own mantis body, wouldn't you want to make them out of praying mantis? Yeah, yeah. That makes total sense. The circle of life. <laughs> the very tight circle. Very right. small circle right. there. Um, so praying mantises are not the only ones who do that. There are redback spiders, black widow spiders, scorpions, etc., etc. So it seems to be like a creepy bug thing. <laughs> <laughs> a bug that you don't like? Kind of creep. <laughs> Well, if, if dogs did that, maybe more people would spay and neuter their pets. <laughs> dogs would never do that. They're just baby angels. Again, if your dog's doing that, it's because it's a, that's a you problem, man. You fucked up somewhere. You met, you messed your dog up. And that, that takes a lot. They are so resistant to our bullshit. Right. Right. Bullshit. They actually think that, you know how sometimes, like, there's sexual dimorphism where the female is larger than the male? Yeah. They think that part of the reason that may have evolved is because it was easier for the women to catch the little guys. So they could catch them and fuck them and eat them. The big ones were too hard to catch. Just evolutionary pressure, yeah. Yeah, Uh yeah. Yeah. Well, once you fulfill your role and the species continues, then... It doesn't matter anymore, man. You're in retirement now, baby. That's how I've been feeling lately. I'm like, you know what? Everything at this point is just gravy. I'm like a grown-ass adult. My kid's a teenager. What else is there for me to do? I don't know. Just... Stay cool, man, I guess. <laughs> That's all I've been trying to do. I've been... <laughs> At least four or five years, I've been trying to stay cool. <laughs> you, see, you keep it pretty chill in general, like on, on the regular. You know what has really helped is the vibes. Like, we have to, we, we've been doing vibe maintenance. That's like a big part of our daily routine. Most people call that house cleaning. Well, I call it vibe maintenance because it makes it more fun to clean the house all the time. Yeah. And well, I, you put on some jams and you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like not so much like you're cleaning. You're like, let's just make this look as cool as possible. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean. It's just reframing the way you look at shit. Yeah. I mean, I would always go around the house picking stuff up, throwing stuff away. But calling it vibes and saying you're doing it for energy is like. It makes it more fun. Yeah, it does. It does. And it works. And then you. It kind of makes you feel like a wizard. Yeah, and it's like, you know, if some you walk in your kitchen and the vibes are fucked, man. Like, I really need to, like, do some serious work on this kitchen and make it a better place. Because I am I am the god of this kitchen. And I need to make it how I want it to be. And so then I make it so. And the vibes are straight. And then I go, Andy, go check out the vibes in the kitchen. And then he does it. And we... Yeah, they look High great. fives. Great vibes. Big fives all around. <laughs> it's... Just reframing how you look at things. Like, I'm not, like, a weird hermit loner right now. I'm just having an introspective period. It's fine. (laughs) When jazz musicians take some time by themselves to listen to jazz music and to practice and to try to entrain patterns and ideas and gain fluency, they call this practice woodshedding. We're basically woodshedding for going back out into 
society as much more weirder yet somehow more fulfilled people. Right, which I've really been heavily woodshedding, and I've actually probably woodshed to the point where I don't know how relatable I am anymore, and so I'm really... I'm going to have to really get into some weird shit, I think. It's fine. There's nothing more relatable than being just a cool human being. People don't have to, people don't have to share anything with you. People don't have to share, you know, backgrounds or pursuits. I think just being a human and sharing your human experience with other people is relatable enough, Natalie. Right, right. I don't know if people are ready for how weird I am now, though. Did you know that in Jamestown, like, you know, the old days, that archaeologists had dug up a bunch of stuff and they found the skull of a colonist that pretty much showed that they were eating people there? No. That's not the one that disappeared. Um, is that the Croatoan? Is that the one? <laughs> I thought that was Roanoke. That was Roanoke. What's the difference between Roanoke and Jamestown? We just had a couple bad times, didn't we? Oh, what do you mean, we? My folks weren't here yet. <laughs> My folks were here a long time ago. <laughs> Your family arrived here in fucking like 1300 and started setting up a colony before England ever even fucking started. <laughs> they were in Ohio like before there was United States. That's how long my family was in Ohio. <laughs> how deep this shit goes i'm never fucking leaving this place i can't OG. <laughs> OG colonizer right the very first and we said we're gonna make this ohio baby just wait give us two, like two three hundred years people will come here and live <laughs> i feel like the shape of ohio really encapsulates what is happening here because you have the beautiful natural boundaries of lake erie and the ohio river and then on the east and west sides, you've just got some straight lines. Perfectly straight lines. It's just the great confluence of digital and analog, of natural and artificial. Duality, like big time duality. Think about it. <laughs> what did you learn today about cannibalizing other stuff? I can't believe chickens do it that way. That is... You're freaky. That is more brutal than I would have thought. And I feel, I feel like there's got to be a better way. I think that the better way is to treat your chickens nice and then they don't do that. I think, I think that having a building where 10,000 of uh, any kind of animal lives and expecting them to just balk around. Yeah, just balking all over the place, right? So this episode was suggested to us by some of our friends in the Discord. Did you know that? No. Who suggested it? Aslano Speedboats and Ain't Nothing and Pizzacly 3. Well, thank you for suggesting it. If you haven't already, patreon.com slash garbagebrainuniversity is where you go to join the Discord and post a suggestion for us to talk about. Talk about it. Talk about all the suggestions you ever want. Do you know who is America's number one top cannibal insurance salesman? Oh, for people who want to, like, take some insurance out on, like, to make sure they don't break their tooth on some guy they eat. Yeah. Cordrilla. Yeah. It's insurance by cannibals for cannibals. Uh, she's not a cannibal. Oh. It's insurance for cannibals by those who are not. She's just open-minded. She knows cannibals need insurance, too. Open-minded insurance agents for those who want to open minds. <laughs> Harlem Township. Do you know Harlem Township? No one's ever gotten eaten by another person there. That's fantastic. That's got to be a record. Cannibal Free in 2003. Harlem Township (laughs) is still 
the place to be now. Right, right. It's true. So, I hope well, you enjoyed our podcast, everybody. Thanks again for listening. <laughs> again, patreon.com slash garbagebrainuniversity. That's where you want to go if you haven't already. Thanks to the folks that suggested this. We'll talk to you in Discord. Thanks again for listening. We'll talk to you soon. Good night. I love you. Good night.